Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Business women. Pumps, not sneakers. While the mat's away, the cats will play. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal Shudder TV Spectacular Creep Show. Nailed it. And reporting it back to you, I am Matt Noss. With me at the table, my best friend in the whole wide world, it's Jen Hansen. Yay! And Mr. Matt Rose is off across the sea. He is uh, our European correspondent. Who is not corresponding with us. Also, he's not in Europe. <laughs> right. He's our <laughs> South American yes. correspondent. Yeah. Uh, he will be joining us in a few weeks. But in the meantime, we're keeping the creep show lights trimmed and burning. Yes. Please come home. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, miss you. Maddie, we're just talking about our Maddie, babies. We just, I almost said our stupid babies. <laughs> just, you know what we've been doing? We've been talking about our babies. Our little babies. Babies with their little toes. I'm going to eat them with my mouth. <laughs> little mouth foot. Little mouth foot. If this is your first time joining us, uh, what we do around these parts is we watch Anthology Horror. A new story every single week. And tonight is no exception. We are watching episode four, vignette two of Creepshow. It is called Lydia Lane's Better Half. It is customary around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. Wow. Because we are brave yep. heroes. Who would like to go first? Why, I will. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Sure. Lydia Lane's twin sister, Prydia, is positively perfect in every way. So Lydia murders her and assumes her identity, only to discover her sister may not have been so perfect after all. Wait, this may have been a mid-season replacement pilot with Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> was it i think it might have been i gotta look it up i'll look it up while you keep talking lydia lane's better half no the other side <laughs> says half human half monster lydia lane but the problem is we don't know which side is the better side Ooh. and then a sharknado <laughs> murder i didn't i just yep nope. keep going nope Unfortunately, Unfortunately, neither of those guesses were correct. So, Jen, could you hit us up with them sweet dates? Sweet dates. Sweet dates. Sure. We watched Lydia Lane's Better Half. This episode was released by Shudder on October 17th, 2019. Here's the summary from IMDb. IMDb. Lydia Lane kills her lover, and as she is trying to dispose of the body, the power goes out in the elevator. Yep. That's literally the entire that episode. That is truly yeah. the entire episode. Uh, this episode was directed by Roxanne Benjamin. 
she was uh, she's mostly producer credits, producer on VHS, VHS two, VHS viral. Uh, also the director of 2017's XX for horror stories by women. Oh, um, St. Vincent directed one of those. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. Uh, episode was written by John Harrison, longtime creep show and uh, Romero compatriot. Lydia was played by Trisha Helfer. She was famously number six on Battlestar Galactica. She plays Dracula in the Van Helsing TV show. She was also Charlotte on Lucifer. Maybe she still is. There's no way to tell. Tom was played by Michael S- Michael Silaba. Michael Scott. Michael Scott <laughs> by, by Agent Michael Scarn. By Michael Scalaba. Silaba. Hey, I'm Michael. Hey, get your toy. Hey, Michael. Gorlami. Get all of these papers. I want to make a paper pie. <laughs> Oh, this is a complete episode of When the Mouse, When the Cat's Away, the Mouse Will Play. <laughs> the Cat's Away, the Mouse, the Mice Will Have a Stroke. Oh, have you ever seen a mouse <laughs> lose its mind on Ritalin? Michael Schiaba has many featured roles as cops and paramedics, and also appeared in 65 episodes of Megadense. <laughs> Megadense? Like... What is Megaden? <laughs> he he appeared as himself a licensed carpenter. Oh, so I okay. assume Megaden's is just where they make they go dens. make you a den that is mega. Uh, oh. Right? Yeah, it, it was replaced by man caves. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this. So he's an actual finished carpenter. Correct. Okay. Celia was played by Danielle Lynn. She was in the Netflix film Napoli Ever After. Kevin was played by Jordan Patrick. He is appearing in the upcoming 2020 Slutty Teenaged Bounty Hunters. Okay. Okay. I'm going to allow it. So the opening sequence, the transitional sequence for uh, this episode, for this vignette, going into it, is the creep in his castle. So you had a lot of questions about this. I have a lot of questions about this. And I started to follow suit because... The companion ends, and it ends on the creep. Right. And then it goes to a animated, very closely to the style of Creepshow 2 animation. Yes. And now I've got my boy, the creep, at a drawing desk. With Drawing with a quill? In a castle. He's in a castle. Like yes. Those are like... Yes. Turrets. Right. He's in a medieval castle. Check. He is sitting at a drawing desk. Correct. He has a quill where I am presupposing he is drawing yes. the Creepshow comic. Yes. With a quill. With a quill. And then we cut to it and it's... A comic book. It's a comic book. It's a clearly finished and produced comic book. In full color. In full color with the ads. So he's just drawing the ads? Is he Mi- doing a dot to dot? Wait a minute. Okay. It's at the commercials. Maybe the creep wants one of these amazing items. He's filling out to get a monster-sized monster. He's looking at the bald cap. Yeah. And going, that couldn't hurt. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't, couldn't hurt. I will be so delighted if in a future episode he 
receives a package that has the Groucho glasses and the fake dog poop. Oh, that'd be that great. would be the payoff for this bit. Right. Yeah, like they planted the seed. Right. And now two episodes from now it's going to grow. It's going to blossom. What happens next is that we do get the commercials. Uh, a bunch of cool stuff, voodoo dolls. Yeah, it's a lot of I I think we saw like the first half of these ads. So like there's the voodoo doll, voodoo doll the skull bank, the alien mask, the skinhead wig. Um, but now we're getting the other side of it. We can see the Groucho glasses, the fake dog poop. Um, and then it doesn't take long for the pages to flip and take us to the title page for Lydia Lane's better half. Mm -hmm. And therefore we will see the creep and he is setting up the episode as such. In this morbid memoir, our heroine has no problems making it to the top, no matter how many corpses she needs to crawl over to get there. Be careful what you wish for, ghouls, or you may get better acquainted with Lydia Lane's better half. Be careful what you wish for, ghouls, comes up time and time again. Well, I do feel that they really painted themselves into a corner with boys and ghouls. Boys and ghouls, you are... You're living it. Boils and ghouls. Yes. Another another hot creep take. You know, the creep, he just has a soundboard. <laughs> Burner <laughs> ghouls. What, I wonder if, like, he does just kind of have, like, a dartboard for the season. Like, in, in the actual Greg Nicotero, yeah. like, writer's room, if they have, like, the creep can no longer say this. Yeah, you get... There are going to be 15, 15 utterances of boils and ghouls. Right. So call them now, kids. Get them, get them while they're hot. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to come up with something else. I, it goes by so quickly on the screen. I'm, I would be surprised if they don't all have that. If, if they weren't all the description for the Lydia Lane thing. Right. For the rest of the episodes. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like uh, Tales from the Crypt. Right. Where the crypt keeper where the crypt keeper presents the episode. It, it that text is dense and it flies by. Right. And the door to the creep show opens wide. Squeak. And we are welcome to the a vast, high rise. Yes, it says up at the top of the comic, the vast Los Angeles megapolis stretches as far as the eye can see. Below her, the glittering lights, the red and white blur of its traffic. It's as if she presides over them all. The ant-like scurry of humanity, 40 stories below. We are seeing the office of Lydia Lane as she is pontificating about who will be the next CFO. And this is always how this meeting goes. You're down to two candidates. You bring them both into the office. At night. At night, in the middle of the night. With no HR representation. Correct. Right. You don't... One thing I know about, like, high-stakes business mm -hmm. is lawyers are not present. No. You want to make sure... that This should feel like there's some weird level of favoritism or there's some underlying... You want there to be able to be a lot of questions. Tons. Yeah. You, you want to make sure... Well, let me just say that as we pan through the office, we do get to see... Lydia's achievements. And achievements she has In done. spades. Yes. She has... Cover of Fake Time magazine? Check. 
an award for woman of the year? An award for woman of the queer? We'll get there. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, watch yourself. Well, but, but watch yourself. <laughs> um, but also, it might as well just be Trump University yes. <laughs> certificates on the wall yeah. because she good at business. She is very good at business. She might as well be chomping a cigar. This is right. very like Hudsucker proxy. I don't know what you do here, but I like the way you smell. Congratulations. <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. You know, for kids. Right. She is an important business lesbian. We don't know this at the top. I know it. Matt, I know it. <laughs> I know it instantly. Is it the pants? It's definitely the pants. <laughs> yeah. And that she's wearing flats, right? She's wearing pants. She's wearing flats. And she just looks like she could, you know, take... It's it's the outline of a strap-on. <laughs> I don't know if you missed it, but... That she, just she... gently nudging through her pants. It's a power move. The thing that becomes apparent is that Lydia is going to choose a CFO. Yes. And she has a choice between... Boring-ass white Tom. Or... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's so sassy. Well, what is her name? Her I wrote... name is Claire... Celia. Celia. There she is. Uh, Celia or Tom. Tom is a I mean, middle management looking white dude. Nice enough. This Celia is, the... is a... It looks like a, a go-getting young woman of color. Yeah. Tom is the guy who walks into the real world house and goes, can we turn it down? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like the, four more, four more. <laughs> Tom's the kind of guy that goes to Subway and says, "Oh, that's too much white bread." <laughs> I mean, Tom's the kind of guy. New no no, new no no. Tom. <laughs> Tom's the kind of guy that says mayo's too spicy. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, I'm just talking about Tom. You know, Tom's the kind of guy that when he goes to Taco Bell, it's an event. <laughs> Tom's the kind of guy that has to get the ice removed from his water because it hurts his teeth. Anyway, yeah, Tom's basic. That's all we're really saying. Tom is a is a, a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, he's a basic bro. Yeah, and Celia is wearing a beautiful dress. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, she's lovely, lovely as the day is long. And she looks like a young go-getter. Yes, she looks like. No, I work my fucking ass yep. off, and that's why I'm in this room. So you can see why she's so crestfallen when Lydia goes, Tom. You're you going got, to Switzerland. You got the job. Tom's excited, and he leaves immediately to call his wife. And this, I mean, once again, this is an HR dream to be like, hey, um, let's just leave the person I didn't hire here with me alone in this room. So what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, um, let me tell you why I didn't choose you. <laughs> but that's what she does. She really does go, um, hey. And then it becomes immediately apparent. They have a relationship. They have a big relationship. And uh, now all of a sudden Celia's like, don't you get it? 
I eat that puss for the opportunity. I was breaking the puss on that glass ceiling. Nope. Breaking the glass ceiling on that puss. We are now at the point where Celia is laying it all on the table. She flips. She calls her... uh, She's going to expose Lydia Lydia for the glass ceiling keeper that she is. A fraud. Because she's she's been on tour saying she's so, you know, doing it it for the women. And she didn't, you know, she didn't promote me. I went to Wharton. I worked my ass off. I deserve that promotion. And then, which is so weird because that's what Matt's t-shirt says right now. Yeah, I I went went to Wharton. Wharton. I deserve (laughs) that that promotion. promotion. I worked my ass off. Worked my ass off. And there's this thing where like Lydia is saying, but you'll get to stay here. We'll get to go to the parties, and there's going to be so much money. She wants her to be a little kept woman, right? Yeah. She wants she wants a good looking girl on her arm right and celia is like i'm a businesswoman i'm a badass businesswoman i went to wharton i'm a better businesswoman than you i'm a better business bureau i am the better business bureau you're a fraud she calls her a fraud and is that when lydia slaps her well pretty much because she's like i'm not an appendage and then at that point, I wrote, well, this relationship is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Time for old daddy Noskis. <laughs> I'm talking about my father. Anyway. <laughs> Lydia is standing there while Celia is talking and straight up backhands her. Yeah. And then Celia is like, that's assault. Assault. Like, do the police get involved? Yeah, she's calling the police. She's calling the, the Times. She is going to ruin her. You're ruined. And then uh, there's a little bit of a tussle. And then uh, Celia trips over the couch. And it kind of gets the woman of the year award stuck in her head. head. Impossible. Oopsies. (laughs) Did I do that? There it is. (laughs) There's Urkel. So... She dead. Yeah, she dead. New shockproof, painproof, easy spirit dress pumps with the same insides as the easy spirit sneaks. Looks like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. Easy spirit dress. Shall we walk? Where can I get him? At Nordstrom. Looks like a pump that feels like a sneaker. Looks like a pump that feels like a sneaker. Hey, it's a nun in pumps. (laughs) This is such a weird commercial. It's really bizarre. There is my favorite portion and has always been my favorite portion is that there's a basketball I game. I love the basketball game. And it just says at the bottom, real, real basketball, basketball game played in <laughs> easy spirits. And it's like, yeah, I can tell. I, yeah. Because you've got a bunch of people in easy It's spirits. not just animated stick figures. <laughs> it's not, it's a, not it's artist not rendering. Broom, not broom handles and pumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have said this before. I have always found 
high heels to be an attractive thing. Sure. Those aren't really high heels. Though. These are not high heels. These are those are like these are like cartoon Barbie shoes. Yes, absolutely. Well, this is like my first pump. Yeah, you know, it's the training bra for your feet. But the thing is, the older that I have gotten at a forty-two-year-old man who just had to deal with an ingrown toenail, <laughs> ladies, take care of your feet. Yeah, take care of your feet because boy, oh boy, if they go south. It's bad news. Your feet are what you walk on, ladies. All the time. Yeah. So. You think Manolo Blahnik is looking out for your feet? Yes, again. Yes, again. If easy spirits look like a pump and feel like a sneaker and that works for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. But realistically, they just look like sack cloth. <laughs> I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is why bother? Really, they are the why bother of shoes, though. Just get some flats. Yeah. Just get some flats and take care of your feet. You're not fooling anybody in easy Save spirits. Save the heels for the short duration and the, then... The walk, the red carpet walk, and then kick them off when you're in the theater. And just put on a pair of kids. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Put on a couple of little popcorn boxes. Take care of your feet. Take care of yourself. Take care of your feet. I have not worn a proper pair of high heels in like 10 years. I can't do it. No. I don't know. Yeah. There's no point to this. You don't have to. I don't. I've been married for 18 years. I do whatever the fuck I want. Just really let it all go. (laughs) Burn this all. Burn this all to the ground. Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing a bra. (laughs) My tats. (laughs) Pour right out. All right. Let's get back to it. Great. And we're back. So Lydia is now looking at her deceased friend. Her deceased lover. And uh, she's like, oh, boy. And instead of going, I should call the police, she goes, Lydia, you're so smart. Figure it out. Oh, my God. And this is so, again, why wasn't the HR person there? Why wasn't there a lawyer there? But, hey, you're alone with a dead body. What do you do? You try to take the award out of the back of its head. Sure. Well, because that award was really special. That was a wonderful night. You're not going to... Look, you've already lost the gal. You're going right. to lose the award, too? You lost the gal. Keep the award. Easy, Easy spirit. spirit. <laughs> oh, what a slogan. Yeah. When you've already lost the gal, keep the award. Easy spirit. Looks, Looks like, like a pop. Feels like a sadness. <laughs> Crying in my car because I am sad inside. All right. Well, so she's trying to and and in Lydia's defense, Lydia is sad that she has it, it's not like she purposely killed which again is like call the police. She totally could have called the police and been like there's been an a accident. terrible accident. There could have been there were we forgot to mention earthquakes oh, happening. Yeah. She she slipped during the earthquake. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Not, not. Uh, so she's me... trying to figure out what to do when Jimmy Olsen shows up at the door. Hey, mister. <laughs> I mean, missus. Yeah. Uh, you coming down to the party? We're celebrating Tom. Tom's really going to pop some bottles tonight. And uh, she's like, uh, yeah. she might as well just have blood pouring <laughs> off of her. Yeah. Dripping from the ceiling. And she's like, I got hung up. 
you know, Celia is not taking it well, having an award lodged in the back of her I head. mean, caca, caca. <laughs> anyway, I mean, she's smoke taking bomb, it lying leave. down because she's dead. I mean, uh, I gotta go. She's really handling this death <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> she's got a lot on her mind, including this award. She's got a lot in her mind, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, she shoes it Jimmy looks Olsen like a pump. It feels like a sneaker. Looks like a pump. Feels like a life sentence. I was like, "What is she this doing?" This was an invented problem. Like, especially for somebody who's so smart and has done so much. I feel like they have to teach this at business school, right? Right. They have to teach you what to do with Correct. a dead body. I mean, here we go. Business one hundred and one. You know, supply and demand. M- Markets, markets, um, profit make, and loss, right? And how to how hide to, a out, hide uh, a dead body? Exactly. Yeah. And she's trying to remember that one on one course. It was so, so long ago. I guess it's put it on your fancy leatherette chair yeah. <laughs> and wheel her through the office. This is dumb. This is dumb. And now she's trying to. This blood is. Pouring yeah. out of Celia. It would be a line directly to her. It's a map. She's stuck. Yeah. She's stuck. She. What is she going to do? Go back to her office and clean? So her plan... Yeah, I think that is what she is planning. So her plan is that she is going to... She tells Jimmy Olsen to bring Celia's car around and leave the keys in it. Her plan is to get Celia in the elevator, put her body in her car... And then push it off a roadrunner style, I guess. <laughs> Drive it into a wall yeah. of awards? And then say, <laughs> thank God the award factory is only four blocks away. <laughs> and hope for the best. Yeah. Just like put it in reverse yeah. so it kind of makes sense. She was going to blame it on the earthquake. I blame the car accident on the earthquake. It's so convoluted. There's no... Why didn't you just blame that? Yeah. Well... It's thin. It's whisper thin. Whisper thin. And she makes it near the elevator bank, and we get another appearance from another Jimmy Olsen. Oh. But this time it's Tom. It's Tom. Hey. Hey, um, yeah, I was just going to go downstairs and just talk about how I don't like ethnic food because it burns my esophagus. Um. You know, I was going to go downstairs and say how I only buy white socks, so then I never have to worry about matching them up. I was going to go downstairs and just talk about how um, I like to call tabbouleh flavor sauce. I was going to go downstairs and uh, and talk about my bologna foreskin. Yeah, you know, nothing much is going to happen, but I was going to go downstairs and just talk about like how I don't understand how there's poor people when I have all this money. I was going to go downstairs and just talk about uh, how much I love the Camry as a vehicle, and it's just a sturdy car, and I'll fight anyone on it, but not really. Well, anyway, Tom, it doesn't take long for uh, Lydia to be like, well, congratulations, Tom. Now, get the fuck away get from the me. fuck away from me. <laughs> I forgot my period. of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this blood, that's a yeah. uh, bad period, period, period time. That is the nice thing about being a woman is anytime you murder someone, and I've done it thousands of times, and I'll do it again. No, uh, I will kill again. I will, I'm saying this. Please document this on air. I will kill again. Uh, but I, 
always blame it on my period. You gotta. Oh, you gotta. You just fucking gotta. Because men don't want to hear about it. And ladies can't stand this one trick. <laughs> Feels like a pump. Looks, looks like a murder. Like a, looks like a sneaker murder. <laughs> anyway. You know, for kids. All right, anyway. Just for kids. Yeah. What do we do? Well, I'll tell you what we do. We head to the elevator now. Tom's gone. We wheel it over. But before we do that, let's just take a look at this chair. Oh, my oh, God! Celia's eyes are open and she's going to murder me. It was at this point where I'm like, is this a zombie thing? What's going on? But then it just became very evident to me that oh, I'm just in creep show. Just telltale harding it. I'm, I'm in creep show. I'm, yep. in, I'm in Twilight Zone. I'm in the Outer Limits. Correct. I'm in night gallery you're five in, more <laughs> you're in uh you're in uh, goosebumps you're in tales from the dark side uh you're I, in the crypt you're in yes you're in monsters you're, you're in creep show uh i i have to stop you right there matt uh we just got an important update uh matt rose has landed perfect great congratulations Matty. congratulations matt rose for landing you did it send us more pictures you haven't sent us any pictures yet, but send us some. You're not going to hear this till later. Well, goodbye. I'm, I'm hungry for pickies. Picks or this trip didn't happen. Right. What if Matt did not go on a trip at all? Just wanted to convince us. <laughs> that he went on a trip because he was just needed to stay just off. He's just tired and wanted to stay at the airport, just, Marriott. I just wanted just need to a stay. fucking break from these two. Hey guys, give me a rest. Yeah. Between you and the cats. Well, you know who who didn't need a rest? Lydia. Lydia. Because now she's wheeling her chair into the elevator. And she's like, okay, just uh, got to go to ground floor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is an elevator, and I know just, how those work. And this is an fine. And just another just, uh, love an elevator. Uh, and up when I'm going down. earthquake. <laughs> You make my earthquake. You make my earthquake. Lights well, go out. Did the lights go out? Well, I said like the, she walks into a haunted elevator. Right. Because the elevators on this floor are just blue. You know, mm-hmm. so something's seriously wrong. And then um, the the earthquakes happens. The earthquake happens. And then the lights are kind of green. Yep. And the whole time, like every time we come back to Celia, she her eyes are open. You hear some whispering. You hear like straight. Dead meat. Dead meat. Dead meat. And then um she's like, Hey, Lydia's like, don't worry. I'm gonna GTFO. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I'm gonna open the elevator door. Okay, I can't do that. All right, I'm just going to go to the ceiling. And then she was like, you know what? I'm just going to set up this chair over here. I'm going to use Celia's body as a body prop. And then. Not going to worry about the wheels on the chair. The wheels on the chairs go go round round and and round. round. Don't care about those. No! 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 The thing I. The thing didn't want to have happen happened. Wheels! Bested by wheels! You mean. If I put all of my weight on one side and there's wheels on the other, it will move? 
Woman of the year knows this better. Woman of year smart. Smarter than this. Why? I go to sleep now. Um, And she does. She goes to sleep big time. She goes night night. And, and I think that's, that's an act break. pretty much an act yeah. break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Bye. My name's Jason Blum, and our company, Blumhouse, does all things scary. The Purge, Paranormal Activity, and Elevator is our new game show. Each week, three contestants will be challenged with the most terrifying experiences they've ever faced. The Saskia twins are going to help me out with these challenges. Going down. Keep telling yourself, it's just a game. It's just a game. It's just a game. Elevator premieres Wednesday, October 21st, 8, 7 central on GSN. Well, it unfortunately did not make it too many seasons. No, I've never heard of that. And Blumhouse is pretty, pretty damn big. respected. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't have a great pitch. I'm going to say no. Mr. Blum. This is scary. and We know scary. And we're going to go in it. You're going to walk into this elevator and you're going to just keep saying to yourself, it's only, it's only a, game. a game. It's, it's only, only a, a game. game. And then we're going to pull out Pong and then make you play for your life. Wow. And you'll say, it's only a game. Well, look game. at this. It's a man with his intestines in his hand while you're playing Pong. Insane. Oh. Get back on the elevator. Next floor. Oh, no. It's a it's a clown, and he's folding your laundry, and he's folding it weird. Look at this. He's bleeding from the mouth because he doesn't have dental insurance. Thanks, Obama. All right. Next floor. Ding, ding. Flap, flap. Yep, that's right. Chickens. <laughs> no. Just miles and miles of chickens. You're in a factory farm, and it's your job to seed them all. They look uncomfortable. And you're going to be uncomfortable when you're covered in chicken shit. Also, one of them's a ghost. <laughs> and you don't get to go to the next floor until you find him. Next and floor. Guess, and guess what? He's wily. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> And we're back. We're on the floor of the elevator. It is. We we see Friday. It, it's Friday three a.m. You must be lonely. <laughs> I said, baby, baby, three a.m. must be lonely. I must be lonely. I'm on a, I'm on an elevator floor, baby. Uh, she she wakes up. Yes, Lydia Lane. Here's my question about this episode. When is the jig up? Because that's the thing I keep coming to. It's like, she's not Walter White. She's covered in blood. There is a trail of blood leading directly to her. Yeah, she was never going to get away with this. This was all just panic. This was just panic and, and shitty thinking. And... I mean, she even could have been like... You know, I there was an earthquake. This happened to my girlfriend. She fell. Uh, right. I was trying to get her down to the down to the car to maybe she'd be okay with this thing in her head. She could have still spun this. Totally could have still spun it. Yeah. But now she's at a point where it's just like this is such end game. Mm -hmm. Like for the next five minutes or so, it's her in the elevator trying not to talk to the fire department. Mm -hmm finally talking to the fire department and then seeing Celia move, closing her eyes, opening her eyes, being creepy. 
And then um Celia isn't that creepy either. That I, I felt like Celia could have been creepier. We can get to the writer's room, but Yeah. And then like she's trying not to talk to the police, but then she can't help herself. She starts monologuing. I'm woman of the year. I'm the winner. I always win. This was a this was a perfect meeting. I did perfectly. I did. executed the rock and roll was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, this elevator ride is a, is a scam. It's a sham. The liberal news media, the fake news, fake news is is going to spin this that I murdered this woman and I always win. I can't. You're going to win so much. You're going to be sick of winning. And the next thing you know, it's Saturday night, eight thirty, and she's been in the elevator for twenty four hours, which is the point where you crack. I guess. I guess is what the episode supposes. She's like. There's there's some stuff, but I feel like it's whisper thin. There's really nothing here. And then, you know, we got some Lydia whispering. And then she finally opens the door to the elevator and she sees some daylight. And she doesn't go head first. She goes feet first. Yeah. And then uh, guess what? Uh, her as just as she's starting to, like, pull her head, the, the, the elevator starts to move a little bit. It's starting to go uh, go up. And she's the last thing to go through is her head, and uh, Celia grabs Celia it. grabs her hand or grabs her head, and uh, she gets decapitated. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer. And then the it gets to the ground floor. It opens, and here's Celia holding Lydia's head, and she's smiling. Yes, like got him. Yep. I mean, truly, that's the ultimate got him. Yes. When you decapitate your lover. Like a praying mantis. That's the episode. Let's go to the writer's room. I fucking was not happy about this episode. No, this was was real, real thin. But like... <sighs> there, was no, there, was, there was nothing Nothing there. is earned. No. Nothing, like, there is nothing about these characters' pasts that lead me to believe that they could all just turn into murderers. Right, right. Especially, and I don't know if it's just the way that Trisha Helfer plays Lydia Lane, but she's very, she's still for a for a cutthroat businesswoman. She's, she's not that likeable. bad. She's, she's pretty likable, and you know, you can tell she's upset that uh, that Celia died. Yeah. So if I had to redo it, it's like you got to make her real awful. You got to make her the worst because this feels like it kind of wants to be like a Christmas Carol, you right. know, like. She is being haunted from a ghost in her past, but we just watched that person die. Yeah. And the elevators are magical when the earthquakes are happening. Her death was, I mean, it really was an accidental death, right? Right. Like, she pushed her. They were tussling. Yeah. It wasn't like she took the thing and rammed it into her head. Right. She, so maybe she should have done that. Maybe, but but then the way the character was, it wouldn't have made sense for her to, to murder, murder her, at her all. friend, her lover. Yeah. That she's trying to... You can say lover, Matt. You don't have to just call them friends. Well, I mean, how can we be lovers when we can't be <laughs> friends? You know, at this point... Ladies can be... Yeah. At this point, I think they need to go back to friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think they're lovers anymore. No, I don't think so. I think After the words that were said tonight, my feelings were hurt. Yeah. You know, so I think they're back to friends. I think so. And tenuous friends at, at best. best. We could be dabbling in acquaintances. At this point. She could be somebody that she used to know. You didn't, didn't have, have to cut my head off. 
You didn't have to pull me through the elevator and kill me. All I'm saying is, how can they be lovers when they can't be friends? Right. And they're not friends anymore. Nope. So they're no longer lovers. Correct. So for me to describe them as lovers. The math doesn't track. Okay, you're right. Now I see why you're calling them friends and not lovers. That's correct. I mean, they're lovers in a dangerous time. (laughs) If I were to rewrite this episode, I don't necessarily have a problem with the conceit of her doing something bad. But it wasn't, it was set up as an accident. Yeah. The bad thing that she did was try to cover it up. Right. And I don't, it didn't work. No. It, you need to make her meaner and she needs to execute this murder. Yeah. And then it needs to be the Jacob Marley or the ghost or the, you know, the grudge or the whatever. I almost feel like it should have been, it should have been Celia murdering Yes. Lydia to get ahead or something. That would have made retaliation or whatever. So much more sense because Celia's true colors showed when she didn't get the CFO job. Right. That would have made all the sense. Yeah. But instead we got this episode, which I didn't work for me. No. I think you fixed it. I think you do a character swap. Yeah. And it, it would be a better app. Give us a scale, Jen. Uh, a scale of one to ten, uh, women of the year trophies. Five and Five? a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This the the two stories in this episode were Not my favorites. I think, yeah, this was a this was the weakest episode so far. That's okay. We'll That's be back okay. in the saddle again next week for a new episode. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook. TFTDS Pod on Twitter. If you want to help the show out, tell somebody about it. Uh, that would help us tremendously. Jen, did I forget anything? Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye, Matt. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Saturday's Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at Team from the Dark Side. And Twitter at TFTPSPod. Try to enjoy the daylight. Michael Skilaba has featured roles as cops and paramedics and also 65 years. Nope. Look, we don't have to read anything else past this point except our notes in the entire episode. Oh, oh, we have not even apexed minute one. We ain't rolling down the back 30 okay. of <laughs> Okay. Get it together. <clears throat> we got it.
Great. Now I have Matt's asthma. <laughs> well, I can't wait to edit out all this <laughs> sniffing. Michael Schiava. <laughs> I'm not even looking at you. I'm distracting myself. The spell of your name. So... It just looks weird. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. 